welcome to this series of our devotional, The Footprints of Abraham. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you for bringing us together in fellowship to study your word. We ask, O Lord, in heaven that you impress your words rightly in our hearts, that these words will indeed be a lamp unto our feet and a light unto our paths. For we ask in Jesus Christ's name. Amen. We are going to be looking at a call to greatness. Genesis chapter 12 from verse 1 through 3. Now the Lord had said unto Abraham, Get thee out of thy country, and from thy kindred, and from thy father's house, unto a land that I will show thee. And I will make of thee a great nation, and I will bless thee, and make thy name great. And thou shalt be a blessing, and I will bless them that bless thee, and curse them that curse thee. And in thee shall all families of the earth be blessed. In Petrarchs and Prophets, page 126, paragraph 1, it says, In order that God might qualify him for this great work as the keeper of the sacred oracles, Abraham must be separated from the associations of his early life. The influence of kindred and friends would interfere with the training which the Lord proposed to give his servants. He could not even explain his cause of action as to be understood by his friends. Spiritual things are spiritually discerned, and his motives and actions were not comprehended by his idolatrous kindred. Here we see a call made to Abraham, and that call required him to take an action as a prerequisite of receiving the blessings that come with that action. And what is that call? Get thee out of thy country and from thy kindred and from thy father's house unto a land that i will show thee god wanted to have a confederacy with abraham and to do that god needed to separate him from every other form of confederacy that was going to affect abraham's relationship with god prior to this chapter we see in a previous chapter in Genesis chapter 11 verse 4, about a people. Verse 4 says, And they said, Go to let us build a city and a tower, whose top may reach unto heaven, and let us make us a name, lest we be scattered abroad upon the face of the whole earth. These people wanted to make a name for themselves. They chose to have a confederacy, a confederacy with themselves, without God in their midst without the claims of God upon them. They were self-sufficient and they felt they needed to carry out their own motives. And they wanted to prevent themselves from scattering abroad the face of the whole earth. And so they also said, let us make us a name. These people's selfishness led them to failure and utter regrets. They put away God from them and chose to go in their own direction. However, in the call made to Abraham, God wanted to make a name for Abraham. God was going to make a name for him. Abraham was not going to make a name for himself in separation from his God. And we could tell the difference. And to do this, Abraham needed to make a step that will cause him some separations from 
what he was already used to from a life that he already had if we are to put it that way but god was giving him something in exchange i will make your name great and in you shall all families of the earth be blessed first corinthians chapter 15 verse 33 says be not deceived evil communications corrupt good manners in order for us to carry out the claims of god upon us we must be separate from our past lives from what we used to know do or engage in that is not in harmony with god and the claims of god upon us many are still tested as was abraham today they do not hear the voice of god speaking directly from the heavens but he calls them by the teachings of his providence and the events of his providence they may be required to abandon a career that promises wealth and honor to leave congenial and profitable associations and separate from kindred to enter upon what appears to be only a part of self-denial hardship and sacrifice god has a work for them to do but a life of ease and the influence of friends and kindreds would hinder the development of the very traits essential for his accomplishment he calls them away from human influences and aid and leads them to feel the need of his help and to depend upon him alone that he may reveal himself to them who is ready at the call of providence to renounce cherished plans and familiar associations we will accept new duties and enter on tried fields doing god's work with fame and willing heart for christ's sake counting his losses gain he will do this as the faith of abraham and will share with him that far more exceeding and eternal weight of glory with which the sufferings of this present time are not worthy to be compared. Petrarchs and Prophets 1 to 6, paragraph 4. Most of us have received the call of God today. Facts, 2 Peter chapter 2, verse 9, gives us clearly that call, and it says, But ye are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, and holy nation, a peculiar people, that they should show forth the praises of him who hath called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. So friends, are you willing to be separate from darkness around you, from the environment that brings about that, that darkness, from the associations that keep you in darkness, from the lifestyle that keep you in darkness, from those cherished desires, careers, creeds, that keep you in darkness. God says, come, I have a great plan for you. I want to make of you a great nation. I, I have in exchange something you cannot equate with the benefits you think you are enjoying right now, with the peace you think you have right now. God is offering us something, but he needs us to move from where we are. Messages to Young People, page 36, paragraph 2 says, The fear of the Lord lies at the foundation of all true greatness. Integrity, unswerving integrity is the principle that you need to carry with you in all the relations of life. Take your religion into your school life, into your boarding house, into all your pursuits. The important question with you now is how to so choose and perfect your studies that you will maintain the solidity and purity of an untarnished Christian character, holding all temporal claims and interests in subjection to the higher claims of the gospel of Christ. In subjection 
to the higher claims of the gospel of Christ. Abraham's response to God's call was a response of faith and love. Do you love God? And do you have faith in Him? His call has been made clear to us today. It's going to reveal whether we truly love Him or we, and we, whether we have faith in Him. Our responses will determine whether we even cherish the exchange to which He has brought His call to us. The exchange of a better life, a better name, and of course, an eternal life. Behold what manner of love the Father had bestowed upon us, that we should be called the sons of God. First John chapter 3 verse 1. What else, what can we give in exchange for that? What can a man give in exchange for his soul? So friends, this is not a cheap call. This is a call that may cause you to change your lifestyle, your friends, your dress, your career, your environment. It may, whatever it may be that applies to you that God is calling you out from, whatever that darkness means to you, you need to leave it for God's claim upon you to be fulfilled, for God's purpose, which is the highest of all purposes, to be fulfilled in us. And I pray and urge that as this lesson is impressed in our hearts, that we will make the right choices and make the word of God our guide in all that we do. Let's pray. Father, Lord in heaven, we know that we are weak, but we also know you are strong and mighty. Help us in our weakness to be strong and to hold all temporal claims in subjection to the higher claims of the gospel, that your work of perfection and your work of greatness in us will be manifested to your glory and to the evidence of your life in us. For we pray in Jesus Christ's name. Amen.